Welcome, sports fans, to the 63rd episode of You Bet. It is Friday, September 1st, 2023. You know what that means. College football. Yay! Yay. Thank you for joining us today as we discuss sports betting tips, picks, and other good stuff. Everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only. It's always losing bet to bet where illegal. And remember to never bet what you cannot lose. So we have an MLB Summer Fling Bet Challenge winner to announce. Da-da-da-da! College oh, football geez. is in full swing, and we have a few picks for you to start the season in the black. There are locks of the week, some baseball, soccer, and more. Also, don't forget to check us out for our bonus picks and commentary on X, formerly known as Twitter, at UBet underscore podcast. UBet underscore podcast. So, thanks for joining us today. Let's go around the horn and see who is on the field. We're going to our West Coast commentator, Mike. How are you doing today? Doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. I think uh, X or Twitter's next uh, next evolution is just going to click on the wingdings format and just pick a symbol <laughs> <laughs> so no one can find it. Go a little Prince route. That could uh, work. I just got I dinged. Know. I just got dinged. I got dinged. <laughs> I sent out a dinger. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, last week, very good week, four and one. Probably should have saved those picks for the summer fling when I was in it. But four and one. Only thing I missed was a baseball pick, which is typical. Damn Yankees. <laughs> damn, damn Yankees. So not perfect. Not bad. You were in the summer fling? Thanks, <laughs> 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 you all. Let's go to the man who actually was in the summer fling. Uh, uh, Dave, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Happy Friday, everybody. Um yeah, not a great week last week. So I uh, went one and three. And the one that really hurt was a flipping grand slam in the bottom of the whatever ninth. <laughs> yeah. And, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that Jeff's going to get into that right now. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was that guy's first ever home run. <laughs> I love it. Know what that means? Know what we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the winner. The winner. Won the summer baseball swing game um, on a dinner in the bottom of the ninth in a game that I shouldn't have won. All I needed was Dave to lose. Dave lost. I got the win. I win the whole thing, the whole damn thing. Very excited. Only so, one thing as, left to do. <laughs> as you can tell, win the whole fucking thing. Exactly. I, uh, and that's what I did. So um, in case you didn't hear me, I won. So I'll say that again. <laughs> and I'm very excited about that because that's the only good thing that happened to me last week. I went two and three. Uh, my picks actually didn't come out all that well that I had for the summer fling, but it was enough to sneak in a win. Uh, two and three uh, didn't look great. College football pick uh, to start off the season ended up not coming through for me. So two and three last week. But uh, in case you missed the first opening, I was the winner of the MLB Summer Fling, <laughs> and uh, very, uh, very happy that that came through for me. So, oh, you know what, guys? I, I forgot something. I, I actually had another win in there, and I actually broke the streak. The curse might be over. Oh, Notre yeah, Dame covered. Notre Dame they covered. Did. They did. They, they killed Navy. They destroyed them. Yes. Yes, they maybe, did. Maybe that's I, I'm only allowed to bet on Notre Dame if they're not playing inside the United States. Oh, oh, maybe that's the new new rule. 
<laughs> a little caveat there. Right. Right. <laughs> I want to bet Notre Dame. Wait, wait. Where are they playing? Guatemala? I'm in. How's the steam stuff? Done. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I bet it smelled pretty good over there across the oh, pond. Yes. Right, well, let's get into this week's picks, gentlemen. Let's get right into our lock of the week. Oh, yeah? Lock of the week. <laughs> let's try this again. Oh. Hey. Yay. <laughs> So uh, you'd think after 63 episodes, production value would improve, but you would be wrong. Wrong. Yes. Wrong, because right. that's the same sound we've been using for Lock of the Week for as long as we can remember. But Lock of the Week, so that's where we take all of our units, stick it in one place. How do you like them apples? Mike, what do you like for your Lock of the Week? Uh, my Lock of the Week is going over to MLB. Uh, I think... Uh... I'm going to bet a couple of pitchers that were just recently traded. So I think I'm going to steal some of Dave's thunder, too. I am taking the Texas Rangers as my lock of the week here. Uh, we got Max Scherzer pitching against Jay Ryan. Uh, Scherzer's 12-5, 3 3.71 ERA. Came over from the Mets. Pitching at home. Texas is now in second place. Uh, they're going to be fired up, trying to beat the Twins. Twins are kind of in a little bit of a slide. Actually, the Guardians picked up a couple of players to try to challenge the Twins. So I think the Twins are scared. Only one of them might show up. So I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Rangers. Minus 150 as my lock of the week. Nice. Nice. Lock of the week. That's in, in honor of Dave's Irish pick. Oh, lock of the week there, laddie. <laughs> yes. Nice, nice lock of the week there, Mike. Dave, uh, what do you like for your lock or locks of the week? I'm actually going to flip over to the pitch here. Mm. Week is a Tottenham Hotspurs over Burnley. Burnley just is a – they're not a good team at all. And Tottenham, even though Kane got uh, got uh, traded away, signed away, um, I'm going to take Tottenham. Uh, I think they're playing some inspired soccer right now or football. Uh, they are a bargain at minus 115 over Burnley. That is also going to be my soccer pick. Nice. Wow. I'm not going to take the city minus 700. No? No. No. <laughs> I think they'll win 700. Strange things happen. Like draws. <laughs> like draws, right, right. Like goddamn green zeros. All right, uh, my lock of the week. I'm flipping it back because get off that pitch to go into some pitching over here on baseball. Oh. I am taking, I am going to take my BJ's and the Rockies game tonight at 840. For my lock of the week, I am taking that under 12 and a half. That 12 and a half is way too thick for this group. Look who's on the mound. We have Hyun Jin Ryu. All you get. He's going to knock it out. How right? did you get that name right? You messed up every other name, but you're like, that was perfect. Because because it's spelled phonetically. No. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> right. right. So he, uh, as anybody knows, in Street Fighter, Ryu is pretty tough. So uh, he also has a whip of one. He's got a three and one record. He's going to be able to keep that, uh, that Rockies 
poorer offense, even worse, uh, to come into this game. I think the the uh, Blue Jays are going to get up and stay up. They have the second highest ERA. They're fourth for uh, strikeouts per nine innings, and their whip is looking good all around on the mound and on the bench. So uh, overall, like I do think that the Blue Jays probably could be a, a pretty good pick here for a win as well, but that under is just looking so good to me. I had to take it for the lock of the 12 and a half is just large for this group. That Chris Flexen on the mound for the Rockies is one and six, got a high ERA, but it, it doesn't matter. It's not like uh it's not like the um the, the 14th placed uh uh Blue Jays for runs are gonna are gonna are gonna keep that score up too high there. Neither team uh is is ability, ability to score runs is, is quite good. So let's see how that turns out. I bet it's way under that 12 and a half. So take it as your lock of the week, blue blue jays at Rockies. Let's box of the week. High total. Jeez. Isn't that a high total for that game? Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Wow. I don't get it. Why it's so high for that game. 12 and a half of that game. Knowing that um, this, the ERA overall is just so low. I think they're expecting the Blue Jays to, to run up the score, but I just don't see that happening. Right. Uh, I just, I just don't see that happening. So they're that's polite. Like there. They're polite they're, in Canada. They're not going to run up the score. Right. Right. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah. Of course. They're very, very polite. Very polite people. All right, let's uh, let's switch gears here and uh, focus on. Crying. There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Why don't you leave her alone, Jimmy? Oh, you zip it, Doris. Rogers Hornsby was my manager, and he called me a talking pile of pig shit. And that was when my parents drove all the way down from Michigan to see me play the game. And did I cry? No, no, <laughs> no, no. And you know why? No. Because there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. No crying. What's the matter, Jimmy? What? She's crying, sir. <laughs> yeah, I love it so much. <laughs> I love it so much. But you know, it's strange. This week, I literally checked my phone multiple times, thinking I needed to place a baseball bet. <laughs> <laughs> <Same here. laughs> we're not. Like, we're not. We're not trainable creatures at all. Right. Right. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't play my bet in today. Oh wait. We're good. We're good. I already won won, in case you missed that part of the opening (laughs) segment. I won the MLB betting challenge. So let's get into what else we're seeing for baseball. Dave, back to you. Uh, What else do you like uh, on the mound? Uh, Two games. um, I like uh, the Orioles and the D-backs over. Um, Mm -hmm. You got two pitchers that are uh, liking to give up plenty of runs. Um, so you got Irvin, who's one and three. You got Davies, who's one and five. Uh, you got a almost a five ERA and almost a seven ERA. So you got two crappy pitchers. And what does that lead to, Mike? A lot of runs. That's right, especially when you got two teams that are actually good. The Orioles and the Diamondbacks are good teams, so they're going to score a bunch of runs off of this. So I like the over on this at nine and a half. Then uh, the Angels will find a way to win, and the way they find a win is because they're playing the Athletics. Um, <laughs> yes. So Sandoval is on the mound for uh, the Angels. He's seven and ten with a three point nine five ERA, but they're going against Sears for the Athletics. And the last time I looked, Sears was closed in bankrupt. So um, <laughs> you got a two and eleven Sears at a four point eight ERA, yeah. which means Angels will win this game. They are minus one fifty five on the road in Oakland, soon to be Vegas Athletics. Two and eleven. Sears has a softer side, I think. 
Oh, you're right. I, I agree with that pick there. They're going to they're gonna win. It's going to be Las Vegas Athletics. I think they're going to change the Athletics. I just don't like that name. Athletics. They what would they name else? them? The BJs are taken for Las Vegas. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the HJs. <laughs> the, the Las Vegas Black Widows. <laughs> Las Vegas Black Widows. I'm going for that. Nice. The Vegas Hookers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's well, oh, you lost again. You suck. <laughs> How about they don't really have a written name? It's just a <laughs> like somebody trying to hand you those little uh, pamphlets oh. on the screen. <laughs> uh, the, the little flickers. Yes. yes. <laughs> they don't have those anymore. When you walk down the strip, they're not there. Oh. That's it's a bad, bad economy, I guess. <laughs> well, you know, print is dead, they say. They say, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, Mike. What do you like in baseball? Uh, I'm going over to another Mets pitcher that was traded uh, just recently to a good team. Uh, going to go over to the Yankees at Houston. With Verlander on the mound at 10-6 and six with 3.07 ERA. I got to take the Astros against the Yankees. I keep betting against the Yankees because why not? They're a last-place team. You know what we do with last-place teams? Bet against them. Thank you. Thank you. So, got Houston minus 200 against the Yankees. That's crazy considering that was last year's ALCS matchup and they were pretty even teams. Now Houston is minus 200 at home against them. Which brings a smile to my face. So go Astros. Bang, bang, bang. Yay. That's, that's garbage can. You didn't get it. Nope. Yay. Yay. <laughs> is that your last baseball? Is that what you got for that's baseball? That's it. I, that's all I need. That's all, all I need. need. I yeah. agree because I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm, I I took the same uh, pick here for the Astros. Yankees just look broken, and yeah. Astros uh, are still playing, and they have a, a, a stronger team here. And I don't really have much to add beyond what you do. I'm a little worried about that five-win streak, but I don't think it's going to come to an end tonight against the Yankees. I think that uh, Rodon is going to get rolled on real quick by Verlander uh, with uh, Verlander's coming at 10-6. and six. Pretty good, one point one seven whip. That's that's pretty solid for Verlander. So uh, I do think that the Astros are going to have an easy time uh, tonight against the Yankees. So take those Astros. Mike and I are in agreement. Minus two hundred. Ha! I laugh at you. Ha ha. Yes. And that was one of the smoothest lines ever for Jeff. Rodon is going to get rolled on. That was that was amazing, and it needs to be recognized. <laughs> Keep that out. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, wait, do I still have it? Do I still have it? No, I don't. Uh, uh, the applause is gone. Wah, 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 wah. Wah, wah, wah. Who cares? I, thank you. Thank you, Mike. I pre- I'll take it. I'll take it all, all day long. Uh, <laughs> the next game I like here is the Atlanta Braves and Dodgers game at 10-10 tonight Eastern. I like this game for a couple reasons. And the one reason I really do like it is that over, over eight and a half tonight. Uh, if you look at the uh, the runs per game uh, average, the uh, the Atlanta Braves are number one at 5.8, and Dodgers are number two at 5.7. I think they're going to score some runs. The Dodgers are also 15th in runs allowed in a game. What? What? And Atlanta is number one for hits, and Dodgers are number nine for hits allowed. Why is it only eight and a half? Another one. I don't know. It looks like the score is going to be significantly higher. 
the uh in every category for except for stolen bases for um offense the Braves are number one by by a significant margin and uh I, I mean there's some some bright spots on bright spots on the Dodgers side too but come on that all this is going to point to is runs 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 so um I see that happening tonight plus it's just uh it's a pretty good matchup too so they're going to be competitive what they're uh the uh the Braves are 88 and 45 and Dodgers are 83 and 50. So they're both coming in both last 10 games, eight and two for Braves and seven and three for Dodgers. So it's going to be a competitive game. They're going to be pushing hard. The last time they met, they read scored a total of 15 runs. I think they're going to score 15 runs again and uh, take that over of eight and a half. Another one that just baffled me on how it could be so low when both teams have such powerful offenses and their uh, their their pitching uh, is known to give up a few hits here and there. So take it over Atlanta Braves and Dodgers tonight, 10-10, over eight and a half. And that wraps up baseball. As I talked about in the beginning, football, the college football is in full swing. So let's uh let's swing with it. Don't let me down. Do it. Let's skip ahead a little bit. It's our time. There we go. So just so the people that. people at home listening, uh what we what was trying to be accomplished here is to show the college football official college football hype video. And uh not great. Was it Rihanna? Doesn't yes. even hit. You need no. need some horns, you need some bass, you need the the college band feel to it that really brings you into the game, and that video does not do it. So that will be the last time that video is played <laughs> on this podcast because it sucks. Yes. I apologize. And we're all now dumber. And so Rihanna has just unfollowed us. Damn it. Oh, you know what? She was such a friend of the yeah. show. Jeez. Yeah. She was our guest picker for next week. I know. <laughs> have to find someone new. Oh, God. I got to keep. I got to keep uh, alienate. Stop alienating all these superstars for the show. Yeah. All right, Dave. This is your time. This is what yes. you live for. This is this is it. What do you like for college football? All right, Mike. What's one of my favorite uh, type of bets to do? First half. You got it, man. Super fast. So we're we're starting up uh, this evening. Ooh. We have Miami of Ohio at Miami. Uh, Miami minus 17 for the game, which I like that. And they're minus 10 for the first half, which I like that as well. So hmm. I'm taking both of those right there. Oh, and wow. then if I can, if I can throw in a comment, because that's what I have to do now, you do know that Miami of Ohio was a college before Florida, but before Florida was a state, just, to yeah, 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 yeah. just I the know. Miami my, battle. Yeah, I know my, my wife went to school there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're so, all the facts. Yeah, we're we're aware of all the facts right now. Um, got two more two more games here that are on Saturday, and the first one is TCU at twelve noon at home against Colorado. I just think Colorado is going to be an absolute disaster this year. They have way too many new players onto the team, and plus, I think it's more about show uh, than it is 
for the game for Colorado. I just think they're going to absolutely suck. Um, my other game, my other game here is going to be uh, Penn State uh, minus twenty and a half at West Virginia. If that thing creeps up north of twenty-one, I'd probably stay away from it. But being that it's under three touchdowns right now, I think you got Penn State that will win over uh, West Virginia. Uh, and those are my NCAA football picks for this week. Nice, feels good. It's like an old like pair of slippers. That's right. <laughs> like putting on your favorite hat. Feels like home. <laughs> Mike, what do you like for college football? Um, I did look at the Colorado TCU game, uh, the first game on Saturday. Uh, I think the line is high, mm-hmm. but I think the over is going to hit because I think I think Dion will be will keep it competitive. That's just me. Um, while there is a lot of new players, um, you know, Dion's not playing, right? I hey, he might put himself out there. I don't know if he's still eligible or not. I don't know what kind of eligibility he has left, but <laughs> he may throw himself out there to return a couple of punts. Um, I just think that Dion, like, there's a lot of pressure on him to do well this year, and I think he's going to be playing hard uh, the whole time. Uh, which means, no, Dave, not not. He's not playing. <laughs> I know. Stop it. Uh, I think that he's going to be coaching hard the whole time. <laughs> and I think Colorado will score a few late touchdowns to bring the total over. And that, I think the line's just too high. I don't, I don't, I don't think 20 and a half is, it's too much for me, but I, I, I'm too chicken to take the line. I got to see how he plays, but I think they'll score. That's just my humble opinion. And then my uh, second game, uh, there's just so many, so many bad college football games this week. Every line was huge, but I think I am going to tease Alabama in the over. I get Alabama from 39 down to 33. Uh, I think they'll probably cover that at halftime and over 46 and a half. So if I'm already going to cover 33, there's a good chance that I just need Middle Tennessee State to score one garbage touchdown, and I think I got the over as well. So I think 40-7 to is a great game, or 41-7. to That's all I'm asking for, 41-7, to Alabama. You can do that, right? Right? Nick Saban's going to suit up. I hate you and everything you stand for. Yeah, Saban's going to play hard. Play hard. <laughs> And coach hard. <laughs> I looked at that one too, Mike. I like that. I like your pick. I like your tease. I just, uh, I just such a chicken shit when it comes to those high, high right. uh, uh, spreads. I stayed away from it, so I did not. I'm not going to follow you, but I think it's a good pick. If you if you talked about it, I said, man, I should have picked that because it does sound like Alabama is going to come out and score a gajillion points, and then uh, you're going to be well positioned for for both the over and uh, and the cover. So. I like it, but I, I did not pick it. But I did pick another tease. So mm-hmm. I did pick another tease. I started off, uh, you know, I want to start this off with my picks for, I think the game is tonight at 730. Is it tonight at 730? Let me make sure I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. What day is today? Today is September 1st. Yeah, Whatever we said that at the top of the show. 
I lost all I lost my notes. So, um, anyways, it's, I think believe it's at seven thirty tonight. It is uh, Central Michigan at Michigan State. I have that at minus fourteen. I want to tease that with everything that we just talked about TCU and Colorado with that uh, with that line as well because I thought that line was a little high at twenty point five. If it goes up to twenty one, it's even more attractive. Of course, it's not. Uh, but uh, let's uh, let's take that tease here. So what it would be is Michigan State would be minus eight and TCU would be minus 14 and a half. I do think TCU is going to come out and prove a point here. I don't think Dion's going to have any say in the matter. Um, so I think that uh, TCU is going to be strong and need to come out with this with a strong showing. While Michigan State is uh, is, of course, going to uh, to dominate by more than a touchdown here against Central Michigan. So I thought both of those uh, teases worked well for me. That TCU game is at 12 Eastern on Saturday. So like like that tease. And then my other pick, which, you know, I'm looking at and I don't know. I liked it more than I like the Alabama pick, but I'll stick with it because that's what I chose is the uh, the Texas uh, Rice at Texas game at 3.30 on Saturday. They're minus 35. Texas is minus 35, ranked number 11. I'm actually thinking it's going to stay under the 58 and a half. Um, I don't think Rice is going to score much. I think Texas is going to start slow, and they're not going to be able to get to that uh, get to that 58 and a half total overall. I know that Texas is going to try to put up uh, some points. I know they have some things they want to prove but I don't think they're going to get off to the hot start they're looking for. So the under of 58 and a half at three 30 on Saturday for that game. And that wraps up college football. And I know Dave, it goes against all of your, your beliefs and religious system, but uh, I do, I do think that, uh, that that's going to hit there. And that's my pick for the under 50 and a half for Texas. I just hate unders. <laughs> I like unders. I, I know we we are we that's why that's we bring so much uh perspective to this podcast for our audience because we look at things very differently when it comes to to these games yes. but uh, uh let's see let's see where the chips land uh with uh with how everything goes maybe we need another betting challenge but anyways we'll talk about that another time all right i'm that due. wraps up <laughs> what's that i'm due for one <laughs> you are definitely due yes okay Let's switch gears from foot, football to football. How about I go ahead and address the larger than average elephant in the room? No, I have never coached the sport that you folks call football. At any level? Jesus. Um, and heck, you could fill two internets with what I don't know about football. <laughs> hey, the clip worked today. Yay! Yeah, very happy. So, Dave, you already threw out your pick. Do you want to summarize it again for your, your soccer pick? Yeah, actually, I do have another one for oh, good, uh, good. for the group here as well. But um, the other one, it was Tottenham over Burnley. But I'm taking um, Anthony's uh, gulls here. They they let me down last week and they lost. So they're they're at home against Newcastle. Newcastle's got a really good uh, team. But I think Brighton Hope coming off of a loss, getting back home, they are plus 150. Uh, so this is not my Hail Mary, but this is my soccer, additional soccer pick here. You take Brighton Hope at home against Newcastle. Very nice. Okay. Newcastle. Hmm. Good. Mike, anything on the, the world in the world of soccer that you'd like to pick? Yes. Uh, I am strictly taking this pick to make Dave sweat. <laughs> uh, I, this line was so big. 
I laughed. I'm like, I'm going to take them. Uh, Man City over uh, Fulham. Uh, do you know the actual line? Did it's 700. Yeah. Fulham? I guess, yeah. Oh, it's 700. Uh-huh. Because it said like 15 on my – however they do the odds on the score, and I had no idea what that translated to. And Man City was like 115. I'm like, well, that's that's weird. So I'm taking Man City to win. At the minus seven hundred, just up to, to seven. It's up to seven fifty now. <laughs> see, see, my <laughs> words alone. <laughs> I'm taking that just to make Dave sweat, and he has to root for me to to win a game. Well, ha! there's no competition, so of course I'm going to root for you. They're right. So yes, because I want to see if the curse for me is real. No, no. It depends no. what country you're in. Uh, all right i got one here for our uh audience for those interested in soccer for mls i am taking st louis uh st louis over sporting kc sporting kc sounds like it wouldn't be in the u.s sounds like it should be more of a european team because they're very sporting but regardless um they are 11th in the western conference i'm taking the number one team to beat the 11th team over here for a couple reasons one is because that st louis team is number one for goals number three for shots on target and the last time they played st louis actually won so i think they want to come back and prove that they are a better team they're going to come out here with that win so take st louis on the uh, tomorrow at 8 30 p.m eastern Watch, uh, watch St. Louis beat Sporting KC, and you know what? I wasn't just picking another team to root against in Kansas City. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't just doing that. That's awfully but sporting. It, That's awfully sporting of you. <laughs> it's awfully sporting of me because because yeah. every, every team in Kansas City sucks. Okay, that wraps up soccer. So now let's go long and deep, and hopefully score. Dropping back in the pocket, looking. It's the Hail Mary headed for the end zone, and it is. Now we get into our Hail Mary picks of the week. Mike, over to you. What do you like out there? There's a lot of actually. It's nice to see the the, the plethora of games that are before us. Which yes. one did you like for a Hail Mary? Uh, my Hail Mary, I have, again, 9 o'clock on Saturday. I got East Carolina plus... 36 over Michigan because I don't Harbaugh's not Ooh. coaching. Harbaugh's not coaching. I think they're just going to have a very bland game plan. I think that there's there. No, Michigan is way more talented than East Carolina for sure. And my fear is that it's 28 nothing at halftime. But I, I I just don't see the I don't see their coaches pressing. I don't see them showing any kind of Anything but a bland offense and a bland defense. They're basically going to try to knock in anybody hurt. They'll put in backups, which I know the backups are probably better than the starters. But I just think 36 points is a lot, and I like it better than 35. So I think that extra point's going to help me. That's a good pick. That's a definition of a Hail Mary. Yes. He's Carolina. Plus 36. Coaching reasons. I'm a, I'm big on coaches this week. You are. Yes. Those coaches are gonna play hard. Oh, I hate you all. <laughs> Dave, 
Hail Mary, what do you like? <laughs> um, going back over to baseball here. Um, go back to a game that you talked about, Jeff, which was the Braves and Dodgers. Um, I like uh, Dodgers at home as an underdog. I'll take that all day long. Um, again, two great teams. I, I think if I'm going to have two great teams go against each other, I'd take the guy or the team that's at home. So Dodgers are pretty much, I believe, probably even money since Atlanta's minus 120, you think, Mike? Yeah. Roughly. So, they might be yeah. like minus 105, maybe. Yeah, so still the underdog on this one. So it's, by definition, yeah, still an underdog because the other team is favored. So I'm going to take the Dodgers at home over the Braves. Root, root, root for the home team. Yeah, that's right. And a lot of scoring for you guys. Yeah, thanks, man. Well, I'll root for the Dodgers, too, and a lot of scoring as well. Yay! Yay! Yay. So, uh, for my Hail Mary, guys, I went, uh, uh, you know, into a game here that uh, I really, that now that Mike went through the Michigan one, I kind of want to, I want to switch my position to Mike's pick, uh, just because I really, I really like it now. But uh, I'll let Mike sit on that, and I'll, I'll throw out another one here for uh, Utah State at Iowa. Taking Utah State plus 24 over Iowa. All these games starting off uh, in the season, I feel that they they have things they need to work out. They have offenses that need to be more, uh, what's the word, like crisp, a little more planned, a little more structured than they're probably going to get in their first game here. I don't. I think Utah has provided uh, you know a challenge to Iowa in in the past. I think so. Uh, from from recollection, but I I do think that they're not going to be able to put up uh, more than three touchdowns against Utah State in regulation time. So I think uh, Utah State plus twenty four is my hail mary at twelve o'clock on I think it's on on it's on Saturday, Saturday. yeah Saturday at twelve o'clock. I think last year Iowa averaged scoring twenty points a game, so their spread is bigger than what they're used to scoring. Absolutely, they're unless they really turn around their offense. I'm sitting pretty. Correct. But we know we're sitting pretty. Okay. That was our Hail Marys for picks. Hail Marys. Yes. Dropping back in <laughs> the pocket. Looking at <laughs> the Hail Mary. Headed for the end zone. And it is. I was I was going to say Hail Mary picks of the week, but uh, that's just too confusing. I just Hail Mary picks. Uh, that's the Hail Mary's picks. Hails to the Marys. <laughs> You just All pluralize right. everything. <laughs> Bastardize everything, too. Yes. Uh, so here we go, guys. That was really good. Really good picks. A lot of sports. Love to see college football back. Uh, still a lot of exciting things happening in the, in the world of baseball. And, you know, soccer, soccer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what's going on in news? Uh, Mike, over to you. Anything big on the news front that you want to share? Um. Uh... Just a minor volleyball story. Volleyball story. We covered it. Yes, the uh, the Oklahoma women's team actually set an attendance record. They played, I think, at the Oklahoma Stadium. Nebraska. Nebraska. That's right. I couldn't remember the team. That's how much I follow women's volleyball. Not good. Um, Ninety-two thousand and three people saw them. And again, why did you invite the last three? You should have just kicked them out. Like go. <laughs> Because 92,000, I don't know if that's enough. 92,003, sure, come on in. <laughs> like those guys had to stand somewhere, I think. So, uh, but it was I over 92,000 then. Yes, yes, they can they can <laughs> say that legitimately, 92,000. But it was pretty cool when they had the entrance to see it. it. If you see the video of it, it looks pretty cool. So, 
I, I think That's, I missed why. Well, why not? <laughs> I think they had a big scandal. I think a lot of accidental photos were leaked of them, and then there was a rallying support behind the team. That's uh, why they decided to do it. Okay. It's, that, terrible. It, it's a terrible reason that they're, they're getting supported. It's nice that they are, but it was, yeah, not good. So, like, do we have access to these pictures? Uh, see, Jeff, that's the reason uh, <laughs> everything is going to hell with you. So, so you're <laughs> saying that if you want to increase attendance, leak pictures. That's what you're saying. That's what I think I heard for, for well, volleyball. I, I did. Uh, and there goes most of our women followers. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> you're really, you're uh, really not helping our audience grow. And but surprisingly, you- Rihanna's back. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, gee, the HR email is filling up. Great. Okay. No, no. I don't think way. those pictures are accessible. I'm going to go with that. Okay. That's or should be try to be accessible. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's a feel that's good the, story. That's the news I got. Anybody yeah. else got something? Yeah, I got one. So, um, you guys remember the high school team that got exposed on ESPN? That was Bishop Sycamore. Oh, yeah. There is a documentary that is out on this now called BS High, and it's on HBO Max or Max now. And they literally got the guy who orchestrated the entire thing to come on to the documentary. And he is just like a pompous ass prick. He had. Kids like it basically it'd be like somebody went up to Jeff and Jeff, do you think you're a good quarterback? And Jeff goes, Yeah. You go, you're on the team. <laughs> and he would just he was just trying to grab players. He was grabbing ex-convicts. He had guys that were 20 years old that just got out of jail. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. They would put all these kids up or guys or convicts up in a hotel, never pay. And then they'd get kicked out 20 or 30 days later and go to another hotel and put them all up in another hotel. I mean, it was just an unbelievable scam. So it, I would definitely, if you have a chance, check out this this documentary on Max called BS High. It's incredible. How do you and, not pay, How does the hotel keep them for 20 days without paying? Laws. Who knows, man? I mean, it's it just the, the aspect of, hey, we, we have a contract. We're going to be on ESPN. We have the money. Give us an invoice. And, you know, it's the typical, give us an invoice and we'll run it through our AP and You'll get your check. Wow. Are they being sued to the bejesus? They have nothing to get sued. They have no assets. Sue me for what? The Rocky yeah. line? Yeah. <laughs> but he just did his documentary, which I'm assuming he got paid for. Oh, I'm sure he, I'm sure he probably in his sadistic mind just went on there to further his ego. Wow. Yeah. And didn't they get crushed in that game on ESPN too? In about five minutes into the game, the ESPN announcers were like, there's something wrong here. Like they started, it's it's kind of one of those documentaries where you start to watch it and it's comedic at first. And then you're like, wow, this is really sad because there were kids that were getting the shit beat out of them. And it was all for this guy to just try to make an, you know, an IMG Academy just for himself. And it just, it was bad. It was bad. So it went from being comedic to being, like you felt bad for these kids. Did any of those kids actually get any benefit from it, or no? No, they they, they ruined their lives. Oh, 
Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I got to I got to roll this back a little bit because I feel like I missed an important part of the story. Like, what were they doing? What sport were they playing? This was this was football, high school football. So they're so, taking convicts and putting them on the field for high school football. Yeah, yeah. This, this is like IMG Academy is it, it's not a school. It's it's basically. I mean, it's a, it's a football academy, and so you'll see the IMG Academy playing against. There's a, there's a couple other academies that are out there. They'll play other uh, really high ranked uh, national football teams. And it's basically, it's just a breeding ground for the NFL. Um, so these, this is, this guy was trying to create his own IMG Academy and it was called Bishop Sycamore. Hmm. And so, you know, they, they thought there was some clout behind it and this guy just promoted it very, very well, but he didn't have any players. So he was just trying to create a team and get out there and make his name known and create this this huge um, academy like IMG, and that's how he was going to get paid. But, wow. I mean, he was just grabbing folks that just were not good at all. That sounds like an interesting documentary. I think I don't want to see that. Yeah. Where did you play previously? The California Penal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We wore caps and sleeves at this level, son. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me let me see that contract. <laughs> That's good, good story. I have I just have one to throw in there, just because it's going to feel good. Story is about Ron Acuna Jr. becoming the first person in history of baseball, which is hard hard to break any stat or be the first in any stat in baseball because there's so many stats and so much history. First MLB player to hit 30 home runs and have 60 steals in one season. He's the first and only person to do that. And he just got married to his girlfriend. It was like the day of, wasn't it? The day he hit the Grand yeah. Slam. I think he got married like that day. Oh, he hit yeah. the Grand Slam yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So he got married yesterday. I think I think it was something like that. Like it was, it was like he got married maybe the day before. He got married, and the next day he hits the Grand Slam to become this first person in the thirty home run, sixty steal stolen bases club. Sixty stolen Sounds bases. Like a Disney movie. Jeez. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It yeah. does. But I mean, just. So I was, I was talking about this with somebody else and just think about the amount. I don't know all the stats yet. I didn't run it. And I, I haven't looked at it, but you think about the amount of scoring potential that means for a team. And you have a player who can do that. You have a guy who is almost always in scoring position because he steals and eliminates the double play option frequently. And then he also cranks home runs where he's driving in runs in our RBIs. So that is an amazing accomplishment and really can boost numbers. Could be a game, total game changer for a team, having a player like that, being able to accomplish it. So there's a lot of value there. And usually, and maybe Mike, you have a different opinion on this, but usually the guy who steals all the bases is not the guy slugging, not the guy hitting the, the balls out of the park, right? It's usually the guy yeah. them out, running them out, right? Because they're usually the faster, smaller guys. Yes. Uh, it's been a trend recently. I mean, well, I guess, not recently, like in the nineties, there was a big, there was a, there is a couple members of the 40, 40 club, 40 homers and 40 steals, but this yeah. is the first 30, 60. So, yeah. Yeah. and we're going to have a spoiler alert, Jeff, Ronald Acuna Jr. is probably going to win the MVP of the national league. So that's, that's, yeah, he's, he's a very good player. <laughs> You're like, he's, he's like, you know, surprised he was so good. You're like, he has some value. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, he's he's going to win the most valuable player. <laughs> no, I was saying just for this stat, it shows value. I wasn't even talking, I wasn't talking about the overall performance. I mean, saying uh, yes. just this alone is a, is a pretty cool indicator of, of, of performance. But to go back to a previous episodes conversation, 
is oh. this benefited from this has happened because the benefit from the uh, pitch clock and yep. the bigger first base. They and, said steals would be up, and yeah. they are. Like I don't, I don't think the last time there's been a sixty stolen base season. Yeah, right. I know, like a couple of years ago, like twenty five stolen bases was leading the league. So. Yeah, I mean, if you you know, so many times, so many pickoff attempts, and you get that one second, two second jump because you know yeah. where the, the pitcher is going. You know when the pitch is going. Yeah, changes the changes up that whole dynamic. So I, I'm not taking anything away from his accomplishment. I just didn't know if it had an influence because it would be it would be a benefit for everybody. It's not just a benefit for oh, him. Of and course. there goes Ronald Acuna Jr. just unfollowed us. Thanks. Oh, Thanks today's been a rough day. Oh, so you, you guys want to know the last time somebody uh, stole sixty bases? Yes. Uh, I think he was William Mays Hayes. 1990. No. Ricky Henderson. Really? I remember Ricky backs Henderson. For the A's. <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes? Willie Mays. <laughs> you hit like shit. You hit like shit. Ricky Henderson in the 90s, the last person to steal 60 bases. No, not in the 90s. In 1990. Oh, 1990. Yes. Oh, holy crap. 33 years ago. Good math. Yeah. And he still has a month to go. He might he might be a 30-70 player. Maybe a 40-70 player. Wow. Ooh. That would be awesome. Yes. Well, good like for you. He would yeah. literally give 110%. <laughs> good for you, Ronald Acuna Jr. Yes. Good for you. Congratulations on your marriage to Maria Labadori. That's it for my news. Yes. Sweet. All right. So let's wrap it up there on that feel good story. Uh, let's get uh, let's get down to if you like what you hear, download, like and subscribe, share with a friend because sharing is caring. Uh, and the more you share, the more you care. So uh, do that. And also follow us out on X, formerly known as Twitter at you bet underscore podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's been a good one. May the odds forever be in your favor. Good luck on your bets, everyone. See ya. Peace.